Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Five o'clock here on 95.7 The Game, and it's the interview we've been waiting for all day, all week. Oh, man, all year, considering you can only hope you might get something as special as 49ers Cowboys in the playoffs. And you can only hope that you have Michael Irvin, the Hall of Famer, the playmaker, as a weekly guest on your show should something like that happen. And believe it or not, it's happened now two years in a row. Michael Irvin joins us on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Michael, thank you for joining us as always. It feels like about a year ago we talked about this same game and you doubted the Cowboys going into that game. You're doubts were proven right what is your level of confidence in the cowboys this time around it certainly is not tantamount to the level i had going into the tampa bay buccaneers game so when we said we were going to do first take in tampa i was like yeah let's go we're gonna win this game i understand i can, I can run my mouth as much as i want i know we're gonna win this game i said 30 points a game and that's what that was the average when we got He's 15 points a game. That's what Tampa was averaging. I don't care what language it is. I don't care in any in every language I know, and I'm sure all the languages I don't know. 30 beats 15. Even in Brotherology, 30 beats 15. And Brotherology language don't always make sense. But this time it does. <laughs> you know, we've been asking everybody all week, what is your favorite you know, Cowboys, Niners, playoff memory. And obviously this answer has an awful lot to do with where you grew up and who you rooted for and who your dad might have rooted for. Right. And you are the first guest all week where we can actually ask, you know, you, you played for the Dallas Cowboys. Did you carry a hatred in your heart for the 49ers in your playing days? Because we talk to you every week now, and it's obvious you don't hate a single NFL team. You love covering the league. You love football. You love football players. But did you have a hatred in your heart for the 49ers? I had a strong, competitive battling in my heart for everybody. I'm telling you, listen, man, I told people, like, when I retired, I finally got a chance to go see San Francisco, go see Washington, to go see Philadelphia. I have been to all of those cities, and I never went anywhere. I've never gone even out to dinner in any of those cities as long as I was playing. 
I didn't want to go and mix and mingle with nobody. I wanted to just build up a disdain for the person I was playing and the team I was playing against. So I never left the room, never went and met anybody, didn't want to start liking anybody. I had a strong competitive battle. You know, hate is such a strong word, hate is such a strong word, but a competitive battling with, with someone, that, that, that I think is as strong as you can get without saying hate because I knew I was going to have great battles. And these battles are great. My, my, my favorite moment between these two, listen, it goes back to, to the White Clark in the catch and watching that. My dad was a big Cowboys fan, you know, so we watched that. And I was like, oh, my God, where did he come from? That ball was going out of bounds. That was a throwaway. All the things that everybody said, I, 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 you know, I was saying it. I was right there. And then... Later on, to be sitting in a locker room playing for the Dallas Cowboys, coming back in the candlestick, coming back into San Francisco to play and saying, I guarantee you, we would give anything we have to win this game. That 92, we, I, I, I put man in the locker room, we were actually dapping each other up saying, prepare to die. We're prepared to die. We're not losing this damn game. We're all laid out, we'll lay down out here and die. All of us before we lose that game. I'll never forget that locker room before that game. That was a locker room that, yeah, we were, yeah, we, we, we were ready to go play. Monday night was the first time Dallas has won a road playoff game since you played. Since that game I was just talking about. Yeah. Since that first game, that came right. That exactly. Isn't that crazy? Um, isn't what, that crazy? Is that uh, a hurdle that they needed to get over? Is it something that doesn't really matter to players? And to that extent, is being on the road going to matter that much Sunday? But that, that matters. That matters this time. Because anytime you have something that's standing in the way from you being, uh, uh, and, and people keep bringing it up, you haven't done this in 30 years, you haven't done that in 25 years. It, 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 even though a lot of those kids weren't even born, it still matters because that means it's been carried on and they carried it on in there during their watch right now. Forget all other times it didn't happen, but right now on my watch, it's happening. So yeah, you hear that stuff and yes, it matters. And when you climb over that hump, especially when that hump has a Tom Brady statue right on top of it, a goat statue, yeah, that matters too. If you know Jerry was trying to talk about, Jerry was telling people about some of the conversations we had. And I was liking this, liking this, this game, winning on the road, winning against Tom, to how hunting animals, how they train hunting dogs. You know, they, and, and when they smear the nose of a dog in the blood of the animal that they are hunting, it's called first blood. They get such a thirst for it, such a taste for it, that they'll do anything to hunt like that. Hopefully for the Dallas Cowboys, they got a taste of first blood, beating Tom Brady in that situation, and they'll do anything to hunt and win like that. Michael Irvin here on 95.7 The Game. So the 49ers are getting the taste of Seahawks out of their mouth. They're picking their back teeth. They got the bird out, and now here indeed comes the Cowboys. And I think the 49ers and Cowboys would have been billed as one of the best offenses in football against one of the best defenses in football 
Now I think it's one of the best offenses and defenses in football against one of the best offenses and defenses in football. All of a sudden, the 49ers offense has caught up to how effective the 49ers defense has been. And I would say the same thing in Dallas as well. This looks like a really fair fight to me going into this game. It's been hard to handicap. So let me just ask you straight up. What, Michael, do you like most about this matchup for the Cowboys? And what do you like the least? I like this matchup the least out of all the matchups the Cowboys could have fallen up upon. Uh, you know, I, I would rather have this in the NFC Championship game. If you have to do it, do it on that stage as opposed to doing it any time before. But that being said, if, and I'll tell you why, it's because the San Francisco 49ers, they, they have all the kryptonite, all the kryptonite for the Dallas Cowboys. They can run the football very well. You know what I mean? That's that's one of the issues Dallas has is 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 being able to stop a great running game, and they can certainly run the football very well. And another thing, Dallas has Dallas has speed, and Kyle Shanahan uses Dallas' speed as to their detriment with all the misdirections and everything. I'm really worried about Michael Parsons because I'm sure they're going to throw him so much eye candy. That, that it'd be hard for him to just be focused and play direct football. Those are my big concerns, man. You've seen it. It's, it's, I've seen it when they played the, the, uh, the Rams when, and when they played teams like the 49ers. It's so much misdirection that sometimes the speed that's a great asset becomes one of your liabilities. So you got to be disciplined, very, very disciplined. That's why they send you all of those motions. If Parsons does get distracted by the eye candy. Who's the cowboy on defense that is going to be most reliable and be able to pick up at least some of that slack? Uh, and I'm still here. We hadn't had, ain't nobody, ain't nobody hear what you said. Or we dropped, the, uh, that, that's just what I'm saying. There was no name came straight to my tongue for me to see it right then, if you know what I mean. I can go deep into it and start looking into it. It's unlike San Francisco. You know, you guys got Warren, you got so many talented, the Green lost so many talented players on that defense, that, you know, and talented early picks in the draft. We got guys that, that have been hard-earned guys, guys that work hard and, and, and trying to earn it, but they are, I don't think they have a physical talent as San Fran has certainly on, on that defense. Hall of Famer Michael Irvin here on Damon and Ratto. Is C.D. Lamb the Cowboys' best wide receiver since you, with all due respect to Des Bryant's peak of about a three, four-year run that was outstanding? C.D. Lamb looks to be the real McCoy to me. Uh, how good is he? C.D., man, I'm telling you, he's a talented wide receiver. And, and it's hard to say, like, is he the best Cowboys had since me? I mean, we just haven't seen enough yet, but he is so great for this time of the, the, the football, for this time in NFL. Uh, I, I say he's the most talented 88. The most talented 88. Because I couldn't play inside. Ed didn't really play inside. You know, and Drew, you know, I don't even know if they were playing inside and Drew and Drew played, but you know what I'm saying. C.D. Lamb, to play inside, he was the top slot guy this year in the NFL. So, you know what I mean? He go inside, he can play outside. That, that, that means he's a very talented, talented guy. It's just now, now, now also, though, those other 88s you're talking about, they were like, hey, what's that quote, Rich? 
I spent my money on split liquor across this country. I'm a diamond Rolex wearing. A uh, private plane fly. You know, that, that those old 80s had a whole lot of flair. Whole lot of flair. Beds with the X in them out. Whole lot of flair. CD doesn't have as much as much flair. But boy, I see he has the most talent as all of us. I love any Ric Flair quotes you can work into an interview, that's for sure. Michael, when in your mind did Pollard pass Zeke as the best option to do damage out of the, the Cowboys' backfield? Well, it, that, it, that hadn't happened in my mind. That, and, because I've always been consistent with this, man. I've told you guys this, and it, 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 it's my most, one of my, one of my greatest, one of my number one things when I'm talking about building a team. Physicalness. Physicalness. I love that we have Pollard and he can hit a home run. But he is the lightning. I need the thunder. I need the thunder. The thunder moves the whole world. Everybody feels the thunder. Everybody don't feel the lightning. The lightning is way over there. Way over there. Everybody. When you hit somebody in the mouth like Zeke does, even if the person that didn't get hit, it's not just the person that got hit, it's the corner. Way on the other side. God damn it. He ran in them hard. Now he's thinking about, do I really want to tackle this jump when he comes around this corner? You see what I'm saying? That physicalness, you can sub- you, you can substitute that for it on the football. It's important. So in my mind, I still want that physicalness. This is why I'm so afraid of San Francisco, because of that physicalness. Not because nobody's speed, nobody can run. Now that I, I can deal with speed and running. It's that physicalness that breaks a man's will. And that we don't want to ever give up. And that's why San Fran is where they are, because they don't give it up. How then, if you're not the more physical team, how do you win a game where you have to finesse teams? And how often does that happen in the playoffs? Well, and, and here's what you're talking about. Here's what you're talking about. How do you try to get ahead on San Fran? Well, I, I've, I've been running around. Let me tell you what I'd like in this, as an analogy. I, I took this thing back to Rocket Four, one of the best Rockets out there. And, and, and he was fighting Drago, a perfect Drago, a perfectly well-oiled machine, just like San Francisco. Went all the way to Russia to fight him, just like we, Dallas got to go to San Francisco. And he was hitting, and they were punching, and they were fighting. And then once Rocco, you hit him. You cut him. He bleeds. He's human. Not going to finish him. Dallas got to find a way to cut him to make sure they know, not just Dallas, but also San Francisco know that you bleed and you're human and then try to beat him. They got to cut him by attacking their strength. Got to be able to run the football even though nobody runs in San Francisco. And then you come back and give them a lot of small cuts by spreading the ball around. Don't give them one focal point or like C.D. Lamb, the T.Y. Hillens have to make plays, the, the, the Noah Brown and Michael Gallup have to make plays because they're so good, somebody has to be open right away, right away to kind of nullify that pass rush. It, it, it's going to be a hell of a night, and Dallas has to be at their best, at their tip-top best. The kind of performance they had in Minnesota have a chance winning this football game. Just a chance. I mean, you're checking all the boxes here. You're quoting Ric Flair. You're quoting Rocky Four. You know, if you need 
another part-time job in your life. Do you know how good of a corner man you would make? You'd make an excellent corner man. You'd make a great corner. He's not a machine. He's not a machine. You'd make right. a great corner man. Dude, that was a great Roger, though. Oh, he yeah. so apropos here because the way San Fran looked, and especially last week, it looked like a machine. It looked like, oh, my God, nobody's going to be this team. They look like a machine, man. And I don't care what anybody said. So, so, so we asked the other day. They said, "Well, look, what, 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 what makes what makes their running game so great?" And everybody, yeah, having Christian McCaffrey is, man, that's it's been such a perfect fit. Up there, and I told you guys about that. But having Debo in that physicalness, that Debo is physical, man. It sets a whole different tone, man. It's just a whole different tone. And that made this thing perfection. That's why they got to go in there and they got to cut him so they can see he's not a machine. They are not a machine. You can beat him. What do you think, Michael, of Brock Purdy's performance on Saturday morning? I think he surprised a lot of people, not only how how comfortable he settled into that game after he was off to a little bit of a, uh, I don't even want to call it a nervous start, but he was, you know, he was letting some balls float on him a little bit, but then he settled That's right in. And he's got wiggle on him, man. He, he can move around the pocket. I told y'all, man. I told you. The vibe I got when that man walked out there. It was the vibe. That that it, it was that it was exactly what I'm seeing. You know what I mean. And everybody and I've been trying to talk to you like stop people. All right, it's time to stop. Time to stop. I I, I love them more than anybody else. And y'all know this. Y'all know I got a real man crush on Kyle Shanahan. I think he's the best coach out there right now. And you know that. And we all been talking about man Kyle Shanahan calling great play in the air in the deep six. That's great play in the air. He has a great running game and they do. But don't take away from what Purdy has been doing. Purdy has been looking pretty back here. And I'm talking about some of those, you know, it, it ain't, he ain't just dropping back and dumping the ball off here, dumping the ball off there. It ain't it ain't Sean McVay uh, in his ear saying, go to the running back, go to the Kawhi receiver, go to what? You see this dude making plays. This dude juke one way, juke the other, threw that ball and got smacked in the mouth. But he delivered that ball perfectly, and Ayuk should have caught it. It would have been a phenomenal touchdown, and he hit Ayuk right in the hand. That ain't that ain't center hand. That ain't no defense. That ain't no receiver. That's Purdy looking pretty. That's Purdy looking pretty. Y'all can stop messing around and give the man his credit. Speaking of quarterbacks and credit, um, just to veer away from the 49ers for a second. Tom Brady threw the ball 66 times against two guys the other night. And there were there were a lot of people thinking that this might be a sign that, that he's coming to the end. Did you see any of that in his play? And if not, where do you think he ends up next year? Do I think Tom Brady still has football left in him? You better believe it. Tom, for Tom Brady to be 8-9, for the finish of the team, the season, the way he finished the season... I don't know personally. I don't know personally because I've never experienced a divorce. I've never gone through it. And I ain't saying that to boast in any level, at any level, God knows I did everything. I should have experienced one. I should have experienced, but I did. But, but, but the guys that I do know that have, they tell me the toll it takes on you. It's a ripping. It's a ripping on your life. 
for Tom to even have the season he had to get those guys to a playoff in the midst of a ripping. I thought that would incredible. Do I think if he goes and finds a better situation uh, or in another situation, can he still perform? Yes. They forced Tom to do what he does worse, and that's play outside in. I always say he plays inside out. And when Godwin came back slowly on that leg, then Gronk retired, he didn't have that force on the inside. You send him to a place that has that force on the inside, you know, where he can play early football, early football. I can take out the defensive line if I can play early football with that force multiplier in the inside like a Chris Godwin when he's healthy, a Wes Welker, or, you know, my man Julian Edelman. When you give him one of those guys, and they didn't play with that guy in the angle outside with a Mike Evans. Yeah, he can hurt you. He can hurt you. He just had all of his kryptonite happen at one time. The voice, that's a kryptonite for anybody, not just Superman. But 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 then you come back, the interior of your offensive line get hurt, and then your middle guys, the Godwin's, the Grunts is gone. All of that. That's that's what they call a tsunami. All happening at one time. Tom can still play football in the right place. Michael Irvin with us here on Damon and Ratto. So we saw you on Monday night in the owner's box with Jerry Jones. As soon as the game went final, the two of you guys are hugging. They obviously had a great time. The two of you get along. Uh, who is the more nervous watcher of the Cowboys, you or Jerry Jones? Well, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm so invested. Like, it's my $10 billion investment. But it ain't mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't mine. Jerry's, Jerry, hey man, Jerry's, uh, Jerry's a competitor, guys. He's a competitor. You know, and, and, and he, he's such a deep down believer. A deep down believer. When he first bought the team, that's one thing. So he said, man, I just believe the Dallas Cowboys and that brand. It, it, it's the biggest brand in the world. It's the greatest brand in the world. It should be on every lift, every minute of every day. And, and basically, he grew it that way. We talk about the Cowboys, talk about that brand as much as I don't know what. I, I catch myself sometimes twerking on TV saying, man, I'm tired of hearing myself talk about this. You know what I'm saying? So so that's what he's done because he believed it. Yeah, he he, he, he watches it hard. He takes it hard when they lose. I, I know how hard I take it. I would probably say he takes it even a little bit harder, you know what I mean, even than me. So, who made the most noise or swore the loudest or sighed the loudest when Brett Maher missed his fourth straight point after touchdown? Well, I'm sure I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I did. Let me tell you, because I was, you know, games like that, I also do box appearances. That means I go from box to box, spend a quarter over here, a quarter over there, and one quarter over there. He works the room. And, you know, box appearances. So, so I'm moving from box to box after he missed one of them. And I'm in the elevator. So I got my security ushering me from one box to the other to uh, watch the game with the next group of people. And, and, and I'm in the elevator. And, and I forgot. I'm just in an all-out, real breakdown. This motherfucker, do it again. I know something. Well, I'm going to go right on that field and whoop his stuff. I'm just, I'm, I'm going off. And I look up. And two or three people on the elevator got the camera phone. Oh, I said, hey, man, listen, man, y'all can't post that. Y'all can't post that, man. I don't want that kid family hearing me talk about him like that. Don't post that like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was like, oh, my God. Oh, God, man. It's all good. Like, we won't do it. But, 
But yeah, man, I got rattled. You got Tom Brady on the other sideline. That's Tom freaking Brady. Let's freaking go. You can't be missing no field goal, no extra point. Or at that. It, it, was, it was insane. If, if, if you go anywhere near that, you have no chance to sex this guy. Michael Irvin. Here on 95.7 The Game, as we've been saying all week, this game is special. It's part of the crown jewel of a lot of people's playoff memories. 49ers and Cowboys means a lot. There is, There are very few straight-line players, one team to another, but obviously there is some crossover there. And I just want to take you back. It's the 1994 NFC Championship game, and the Niners win it. After that season, Deion Sanders goes from San Francisco to Dallas to play with you guys. Can you take us through that? Did you call him? Does Troy call him? Does Jerry call him? Did the two of you start going at each other in training camp right away before you became friends? Like, take us through the Deion leaving the Niners, joining the Cowboys saga. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, I, I was a recruiter in that in that case. Uh, I was a recruiter, and and you know my, my deal was up. We were doing the deal. Jerry was serious, and I just want to give you full disclosure here. You know, we had the opportunity to bring in Dion. You know, and I want, I want to tell you about it, and make sure it's okay. And I just asked, "What? Yeah, you joking?" I said, "You know, we we, we talk to these people." I said, "Man, you, you got my full blessings on this. My full blessings." So absolutely, we just start working towards that. I said, I'm going to work on the back end, now that I know it's a possibility. So I started calling Dion and talking, you know. Dion was saying, okay, man, well, like, what is it like? Tell me, well, what do you mean? And my exact quote, my exact quote to him, I said, San Francisco, man. I said, it's great. It's I said, but to get an understanding with Dallas they say a fan to multiply by 10, and you just start scratching the surface. I said, come on in and take a visit and let me show you. He said, all right, all right, let me set it up. Let me set up, set up, set up. He said, I'll call you back when I come through. I said, call back so I can set it all up. And boy, I put on a party that night. <laughs> and boy, we set that club up. Boy, we had no club. Everybody was over there. Come welcome Dion. Come help us woo him across the water. And I mean, everybody came out. And we had a blast. I mean, a blast. It was, you know, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's about all I get right I, here. We had a blast. Yeah, I, I bet it was. And, and soon after that, it was like getting one of them kids that you were recruiting, right? You didn't want to let them out the room. I had all my recruiting helpers right there. I said, man, you ready? I say right now, you said, stop playing, man. That's for you. Know, I ain't, I ain't, ain't want to let them out the room. I, just, I love them so much. He and I, you know, we're best of friends. It's so funny, though. A lot of the dudes, man, that I played against, now I mean, now that I retired, they're the, my best friends. Daryl Green, Aeneas Williams, Deion Sanders. I see these dudes. I talk to these dudes all the time, man. It, it, you know, so so I, I, I was happy to play with Deion, man. We had such a great time playing together, man. It's such a great few, man, few years together. I wish we could have gotten more. Truly is a brotherhood in the NFL, and I would have loved to have been at that party. I'm guessing it was a a whole rosary party, meaning the next day you had to do the whole rosary to get through forgiveness. Right, 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 right. You know, when you go to church, you're like, hey, let me tell you some people. I was like, man, them people in church, 
they think they they think they perfect. No, 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 no. I ain't got to say that they're perfect. The difference between me and the person ain't in church. I'm a sinner. I know you're a sinner. But at least on, on Sunday, I'm trying to get to the doctor and get healed a little bit. You know, <laughs> give, me some, give me some healing. You just don't sit up in this thing. Ain't going to come and take your title, no. Ain't going to come and get no castor off. I'm trying to come in here and get some of this and help clean some of that stuff. Michael, you're a treasure, man. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. And we were looking forward to, to, to today, and, and you certainly delivered as always. Thank you so much. Yeah, baby, I'm looking forward to it, man. I like to say I'm in a win-win because I'm such a big sporting out of fan because we get to talk to you guys know how much I love Debo and everybody, man, on the squad, man. Those are my boys. But what I sure would love to let the count. Y'all had a Super Bowl just a few years ago. Just 30 years ago. I'm so sick of hearing everybody say you ain't been nowhere in 30 years, 30 years, 30 years, 30 years. Hopefully we can change that. Michael Irvin. Thank you so much, Michael, here on 95.7 The Game, a weekly guest, and there's never been a better week to have him. I mean, 49ers and Cowboys, what more do you want? That conversation was fantastic. Somebody on the text line says, you know, he's got a lot to say, but I don't think he believes any of it. Mike knows his Cowboys are getting blown out. I'd look, I'd be shocked if they got blown out. I think the 49ers could win comfortably. I don't think either of these teams is getting blown out. They're both too good. I'd be really surprised if there was a straight-up blowout. I don't think there is really any scenario where the Cowboys are the recipients, uh, you know, or, or, or the, the, the authors of said blowout. I think the 49ers, I think this game is going to come down to a tight fourth-quarter game or the Niners are, are winning 10, 16 points. Yeah, I was going to say define a blowout, like three touchdowns or more. Yeah, a blowout. To me, a blowout is indicative of did you did you breathe hard in the game? Were you worried about the outcome of that game? I think there will be moments of this game where the outcome of the game is absolutely to be worried about by both fan bases. Were you worried about the Seahawks game at any point? So i I wasn't worried as much as I officially began in my mind. If the upset's happening today, this is what that would look like. Right up until those back-to-back possession turnovers, that was a football game. And this is going to be a football game, too, on Sunday. It might be a football game, but I could easily see it being a football game for a half. And then the 49ers doing what they do. And then winning by 18. I don't know how this is going to play out because... We've yet to see one of two things happen. Brock Purdy falling behind a good team early and having to rally. I mean, they did that against the Raiders, but that was almost like a, you know, that was like spring break for them. But having to deal with coming back from behind against the quality team, which the Cowboys are. Um, Let's say if the Cowboys are up, let's say 17-13 at the half. I don't think the 49ers will break stride at all. I think it's they fall behind by 10 or 14 in there. All of a sudden, they're going to have to rethink what they do because one of the things about the second half that people haven't mentioned, the 49ers threw the ball only 11 times in the second half because they didn't feel they needed to. So they want to be able to keep the ball on the ground. 
Well, they also had a couple of really big plays pop for them that made, you know. But that said, in terms of play selection, which is what I'm talking about, the 49ers did not feel compelled to try to engage in a boat race because they want to control pace of game more than any other team. And they built a team to do just that, which is why it's important to them. If they have to start hurrying up to the line, if they have to start, you know, throwing on on second and seven rather than being able to hand the ball to McCaffrey or or Mitchell or doing something with Debo, um, that becomes a different equation. It's not. It's one we haven't seen yet. So that's the wild card for me. Can the Cowboys? do enough things early to make the 49ers think about changing what they do. Well, they're going to, you know, that's the thing. If the 49ers have to chase the Cowboys, they got more of a football game than Kyle Shanahan wants to be in. Oh, no, yeah, no question. I'm just saying we haven't seen them have to do that now in two and a half months. And that, to me, will be, that will be the most interesting kind of game. What do you do when you have to punch up? Well, and somebody here on the 415 says, you know, that Dallas defense and their secondary, they got ball hawks, and that's something Purdy that really hasn't seen. Not only do they have those ball hawks, but they've got the defensive line as well that is more like the Niners' defensive line than any other defensive line in the NFL. Kyle Shanahan talked about that today at his press conference when he was asked, what is the primary strength of Dallas you're worried about? Um, I think starting with their D-line. I mean, it's just Dan Quinn jumps off the tape to me there, um, the way he gets those guys to move. I mean, they got some real good rushers. Everyone knows about Lawrence and Parson, but, I mean, there's not one bad one there. Um, the way that they stunt, the way they can create one-on-ones, um, there's a reason they're number one in getting to the quarterback with sacks and pressures, and um, it does jump off the tape. So that is a good defense. It's a very, very good defense. Is it the best defense in football? Luckily, that's on the 49ers' side of the field. But it's not that far away. It really isn't. So you got a defense that is going to have to play differently than it just played down in Tampa to slow down the 49ers because they got to ignore a running game that wasn't even offered in Tampa. They will be offered a running game by the San Francisco 49ers. And if they do fall behind Ray, the trap that Shanahan needs to not fall into is to start asking Brock to do too much. The 49ers need to commit to their running game. Doesn't matter what the scoreboard says. There's a point at which you might have to, though. I mean, if if now it's the middle of the third quarter and you're down two scores... We're running the football because one touchdown now means we're just down one score. And, I mean, that's... I'm I'm running the football with Debo and... Look, I, I... we might have a little bit more razzle-dazzle to it. We might have a little bit more gimmickry to what we're doing. It's not just going to be one of five holes, Justin Smith, at that point. That was but, a great quote from earlier in today's show by Justin but if Smith. But if it's going to be them down two scores in the second half, it will mean in part that the 49ers couldn't get a running game going. Because I don't think that this is going to be a 10-3 game at, or a 17-3 game at halftime. It will mean that it will mean that the 49ers have not been able to move the ball running. That's the only way that they fall behind by two scores, unless they start giving the ball up. Unless they start. And that's the other thing that they are better at than anybody else is they don't turn the ball over. Hopefully that all holds form coming up on Sunday. Somebody here also on the text line says, here's their definition of a blowout. If you pull the starters... It's a blowout. Yeah, if you're pulling starters out of a playoff game, you're on easy street. That's for sure. That works either way, though. 
<laughs> Somebody says, uh, Irving quoting Rocky Ford. That's got to be the best interview of the day. Thank you. It was fantastic. He really was. He's great. He always is. Somebody says, hey, when are you guys all having Jerry Rice on? Well, we're not having Jerry Rice on, but the 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 the, the morning roast is on Friday, and I believe they're going to be giving away like an, an NFL Blitz video game. Like, not for a console, like an official arcade-level NFL Blitz video game. So there you go. You get Jerry Rice and a possible video game to win coming up on Friday, unless the contest has already been decided. I don't know anything about the contest. We don't do graft here. We don't, no. 8.30 is when you're going to get some Jerry Rice coming up on Friday morning, so that is mandatory listening. Can I also give you a quick update from our show? Please. I learned earlier today, we're going to have Dana Carvey on the stream at 3.30 tomorrow. Dana Carvey from Saturday Night Live? The very same diehard Niner fan. I love it. He's going to be with us tomorrow. I'm a Dana Carvey guy through and through. Love it. We're chopping broccoli tomorrow with Dana Carvey. 95.7 The Game. Put it in the stream, baby. Ray, we're going to be in the stream tomorrow. Yay. It's going to be great. Bring your bathing suit. No, 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 no. Uh, We are going to give you a little test on Greek mythology here in a second. Are you ready for that? Oh, that'll be a thrill. You're going to be great at it. I know you will be. Um, One other thing that I want to get to, it might be something, it's probably nothing, but profootballtalk.com, and I was wondering why so many questions about Trey Lance and his future are popping up here on on the stream and on the YouTube text line. Why am I getting all these Trey Lance questions? Well, now I know why. Today, Mike Florio on Pro Football Talk uh basically said uh he was he was saying Rand Carthen, you know, has been hired out of the 49ers building and becomes the new Titans general manager. Trey Lance apparently posted on his Instagram a story of Carthen. And then beneath that image, a trio of fingers crossed emojis. Again, could we just all start using language again? Can we can we stop talking in hieroglyphics? But so we got three crossed-fingered emojis, and then, as Mike Florio does, says, whatever Lance's intent, it's reasonable to wonder whether Lance has his fingers crossed in hopes that Carthen will, in his new job, trade for Lance. Even if that's not the message Lance intended to send, people will assume it's what he meant. And frankly, it would be hard to blame Lance for wanting out. They went all in to get him back in 2001. But the expectations and the pressure became immense, and it feels as if he's never been fully embraced. What are you talking about? Dude, this was Trey Lance Central. Throughout the entirety of an offseason, of a preseason, of training camp, it was, you can't get Trey in here fast enough. It's not that Trey Lance wasn't embraced, it's that he was broken. That's the problem. Let me tell you, there, is, there shouldn't be any questions about Trey Lance's future with the Niners. Because for the next two years, he's going to be a San Francisco 49er. The price is right, boys and girls. The price is right. He's also clearly a player that they really liked. Liked enough to draft him. Liked enough to give up on Jimmy Garoppolo in an NFC title game. They they like Trey Lance. They like Trey Lance, I think, more than we do now. But they still like Trey Lance, and they're going to like a quarterback room that's going to be about $10.5 million next year. But if that's a hint that Trey Lance wants to put out there. It's lame. Whether it's lame or not, that's the language of the 22-year-old. And I'm not trying to read into tea leaves. What I'm suggesting is he might decide, at least in his head until somebody convinces him otherwise, that maybe the future here is now more Purdy-flavored than Lance-flavored. And if that's the case, he's 
he may be scouting around for another place to land. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't speak emoji either. But that's what that's the hint that he's putting out there because he knows how people are going to read that. You speak Greek? I barely speak English. Well, here we go. What does Ray know about Greek mythology? That and other questions around the corner as we wrap up today's show. Here on 95.7 The Game, we are brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Final segment here on 95.7 The Game. Damon and Ratto, it's good to have you here. The Road to Glendale brought to you by Merrill West Credit Union. Working for you today, tomorrow, together. Ray, tomorrow, together. You and I will be going into an auxiliary studio after about a half an hour on the air because we're going to have Warriors in Boston. And then on Friday, it's Warriors in Cleveland, which means it's another short show for us. So we're going to be hopping on the stream. Bring your bathing suit tomorrow. We're going in the stream. I'll do that fully clothed. Thank you. Nobody oh, deserves that. Skin to win, baby. Come on. I wear a raincoat in the shower. <laughs> uh, we uh, want to thank our guests today. Awesome. Awesome guest list. Thank you very much. Lucas, good job. Grandy, great job as well. Uh, Justin Smith, Steve Kerr, fresh off the White House visit, and Michael Irvin talking about uh, an awful lot of memories with the Cowboys and the Niners. Uh, Ray, I don't know what 
you know, subjects you were interested in when you were in school or, you know, I don't know if you, you, you don't like movies. I'm guessing you, you, you never saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Did you, did you ever see uh, I might have. Raiders I of the remember. Lost Ark? It turned archaeologists just for a minute into the coolest vocation you could have in the minds, you know, eyes of a child. Like, you're telling me that it's not just sitting in rooms studying maps, but like you actually, you get a whip, you get a gun, and you get to go run around the pyramids and ruins and like, all of a sudden, archaeology was like the coolest thing. And I've always kind of been into archaeology since and one of my favorite subjects has always been Greek mythology I tell you that to tell you this Ray archaeologists believe that they have found Poseidon's temple huh okay does that, does that mean something to you would you be excited if we actually had found Poseidon's temple I'd be intrigued I mean that is until Disney bought it and turned it into a amusement park under the sea there would be that uh, there would be that by the way under the sea is a wonderful disney song do you know that from the little mermaid um i'm vaguely aware of it only because my children tortured me with it for years that's why it's hata under the water under the sea uh, there was no reason for you to do that look look that ends up in my head on the drive I'm home <laughs> i will hold you responsible <laughs> so anyways uh these archaeologists are kind of poking around this location which is prone to tsunamis and you know that is right in poseidon's wheelhouse there the remains were first found in 2021 but it wasn't until a few months ago that archaeologists realized that they're probably on what's left of the temple of poseidon considering nobody knew where the Temple of Poseidon was. So they either, Ray, have stumbled onto something incredibly unique or somebody absolutely knows how to pad that archaeology budget that was about to be cut off. Hey, guys, it's just a site, but it could be the Temple of Poseidon, so we're going to need another couple hundred thousand dollars to keep digging. It's Either way, it's a genius move by the on-site archaeologist. If all they asked for was a hundred grand then shame on them if it's a grift. Because <laughs> if it's a grift, you've got to go deep. Go deep. Even in Greece, I mean, right? That's one Bernie thing off. Oh, the Greeks have been working with, a, you know, with, with no apparent currency forever. And for years, they would go to you know, the European Union and say, we need more money. And they kept being told no, but they kept saying, no, no, we need more money till the Union broke down and gave them more money. So the grift is never ending. Especially if you can throw in a little hey you know what what do we export we export ruins and pictures of ruins that's pretty much the main export i'm guessing yeah um, heroes yeah absolutely uh poseidon of course is the god of the sea and earthquakes he is the brother for those of you who do not know of zeus who is the god of the sky and really you know the the, the top shelf liquor of all of your greek mythology gods their other brother is hades who was the god of the underworld originally there were 12 main greek gods ray we just went over three how many of the other nine do you think you could get we're talking about the original Olympians from Mount Olympus. Okay. Doc, Sleepy, um, <laughs> Donner, Blitzen, and Todd. I don't really remember the others. Aphrodite? Okay. Ares, Dionysus, Apollo, Artemis, Hermes, Athena, Hephaestus, Hera, and Demeter. Okay. And a partridge in a pear tree. Dionysus, I believe, was the god of 
alcohol, among other things. So. Dionysus definitely was in that club with Michael Irvin as they were recruiting Deion Sanders. Oh, he, w- he was basically working the door. They weren't <laughs> letting him in. <laughs> How much damage was done that night? Oh, blood on the moon. <laughs> they're, they're 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 still digging wall. They're still digging people out of the out of the drywall. Speaking of archaeology, everyone. Yeah, it just that that you don't get archaeologists for a site like that. You get forensic scientists. I I feel like we've done enough. I feel like we've said enough today. We've killed enough things. Yes. Are you are you good? Are you are you satisfied with today's broadcast? Would you like to end it now? Oh uh, yeah. Sports don't build character. They build early departures. Departure. It's what we do right now. The arrival of Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean is coming up next. It is Warriors Roundtable, brought to you by Fremont Bank. A full hour of Warriors talk coming up next here on 95.7 The Game. Now, officially, I need to let you know that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.